You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com. And streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The Following After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Following After Show. Well, Bing is for doing, and we will be doing a special interview from the following. We're here with Steve Monroe. Steve Monroe! Hello. A.K.A. Hello. A.K.A. Officer Jordy, A.K.A. Glass Joe or Bowser, depending on whatever analogy you would like to use for a 1980s video game. Uh, we're very excited to have Steve with us. I'm joined, as always, by Jill Braswell from Grantland and e- Grantland with ESPN.com and Extra. Yes, with you two bumping. I with will you, follow. I will follow. That's not like that. No, not at all. Nothing like that. Whatever, no. dude. <laughs> I, I don't really care how I it. It is you. a rich, velvety voice, though, that you have. <laughs> Do you like that? Oh, oh you should hear Sean oh. Connery. Right. So, yeah, somebody thinks, Sean Connery somebody awesome. thought they thought this was a put on. I'm like, I was born this way. This is how I talk. I don't care if you like it or not. Uh, we're also joined by Nando Velasquez, formerly of Attack of the Show. Yes, hello there. The great Nando Velasquez. Ah, thank you. I think you're great. I you, think you're all great. The counts. All right, two. Two out of three is not right. bad, right? He's all right. Look at you. <laughs> like, I'm not giving him that. No. He's great. He's you great. you got to earn it. you got to earn it. I have only just met you, but I, I do express my uh, gratitude to you for inviting me. Here. Oh, well, I, I, uh, I acknowledge that. Thank you very much for coming. I'm really thank honored you. to have you here. So... So, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for coming down. It, it, we're, we're very excited. We've been excited about this character since day one, or since since we knew about him. We were, we, we've been talking about Jordy. We've had lots and lots of comments. Every every one, I'm sure you've heard a couple of them. So we will uh, ask you those specific questions as it relates to what we thought while we were watching the show. But before we get into that, let's ask about the following. We're, we're nine episodes deep. Are you still watching? I am. Uh, you know, after episode three, it's pretty irrelevant. It's good. It's just a chore now just to turn it on. It's like, all right, I'll watch I turn it on That's right. because my photo's in the back of, uh, you know, every episode where they're like got their little... They're, they're the X through it, right? They're like, the, the X through it. <laughs> what, what's the reading on that? Do you get, you get paid if you got a photo on there, yeah? I don't know. <laughs> I well, just I'm going to make some calls. I'll make some calls. We'll take care of it. <laughs> Joe's, I know Joe's some got people. Hev- heavily influenced. Joe's got a lot yeah. of influence. So you're watching the show, we're episode nine. What do you think about, I mean, first of all, we, we talk a lot about um, the level of followers. You know, Unfortunately, when we talk about where the followers started and where they ended, where, where they are now, we start with Jordy, who was sort of, you know, not the smartest guy. I heard dim-witted you know, kicked around. Maybe. Village idiot. Yes. Yeah, village <laughs> idiot was used repeatedly. He's a puppy. It, it, up, which up, I thought was really up touching. to. And there was these, puppy murder. And there's high-tech murder. paramilitary guys. Yes. So, uh, this but per- you have to admit he was a trailblazer. He, he was, was the, at the, the, the very beginning, the genesis of yes. the following. You always remember your first. L- right. Let you, me say this. The first. <laughs> there you go. You were the first man I've ever seen choke out on gauze. In my life, I've never seen it. I don't expect to ever see it again. You know what, though? As I understand it, there there has been a documented suicide uh, by oh. Gauss. 
So that's legit. Marcos Siega oh. shared that with me, that it is legit. Wow. So, so was, was, uh, no, all right, that is a question I I don't know the specifics of it. I think it was in a prison or wow. or a psychiatric wow. ward of some kind. Because I, 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 I remember thinking to myself when I watched it, I thought, uh, that's, that's BS. There's no way. No, I think it's real. So somebody actually ate themselves to death on gauze. I believe so. Wow. You happy now? I, I don't know if I'm Satisfied? happy. I'm more, I'm, I'm more disturbed than I was a while ago. <laughs> like, but. Like, I am trusting Marcos, the director's uh, uh, take on that, though. His, his credibility is at, is, is, is at stake here, not mine. Well, well you know what's going to happen is people are going to look it up now. People are going right. to be like, all right, I'm on it. But it's like a cross-examination. You, you, there you, needs you, to you're be. Like, <laughs> you're like, Tom Cruise <laughs> and a few good men. You can't so handle you, the gods. You tell me that people have actually... <laughs> Well, you have to admit, even Jordy doing that was a really desperate move and, right. and something nobody could see themselves doing. But you figure someone has to be really, really screws loose to do that. It looked really hard. Yeah. You, well, I uh, recommend it with a side salad. Oh. <laughs> Maybe some Tabasco sauce. So, yeah, what's the... Oh. What's the oh. Uh, oh, yeah. Nice, Marissa. <laughs> <laughs> so just, we'll, we'll, we'll get in that later, but I just I really want to get to the, the your yeah. impressions of the show. Yes. I really want to know, uh, you know, um, we we've, we it's our job to, to to follow the following and and and, and w- how far how far ahead did you know? We talked to uh, Aiden Canto last week, and he told us he knows everything through the end. How much do you know? Do you know how this thing's going to end? Did you know anything after episode three? Where are you? where were you? Quite honestly, I knew very little. I knew uh, episode by episode up yeah. to episode three. I did not know what was going to happen in episode three until episode three. Oh, no. Oh, so, wow. then, so let me jump back to that, which is what we always ask. We, we talked to Valerie Curry. She talked about the fact that they, you get the script sometimes the day before or really yes. late. So you're kind of thumbing through them and, see, and sort of find out if you die or not. What was that day like for you? Did you? I I thumb through it and see, do I have any kissing things? <laughs> <laughs> I need some ladies. Exactly. <laughs> when do I get in the shower? Right. And <laughs> if I do, I ask that they be cut. <laughs> no, I'm no. no. Um, it's tr- strictly episode by episode. Right. Mm. And then I don't know what's going to happen. But and I do it, have opinions about what's happening. Well, I want to get to that, but I want to jump back. When did you find out that you were going to have death by gauze? The day of the read-through. Oh, no. Really? At the table? You're all at the table, and you get to the back, and you're like, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> I No, I stand corrected. Uh, f- I think uh, during the episode of – excuse me, during the filming of episode two, Marcos uh, – came up to me and told me that I had a pretty exciting death scene. Oh, wow. And alluded to the gauze okay. choking scene. And were you, did you know that you were on a three-episode arc, or did you were, were you bummed, or were you like, oh, okay, well, that's a good round. I was or? bummed. I was originally on for four, but I okay. must have misbehaved or something. Oh, oh, oh you were so good that uh, they just... Uh, you just did your job so good that you did it in three. Like, I can name that note in five notes. <laughs> I love how you framed that. Yes. <laughs> it is, it is like, beautiful. And he is such an efficient actor. He's nailed he every so piece of everything he needs to do. He has these other five scenes. Get rid I of didn't, them. I had all, I communicated everything. I, I, I told my story. My you chapter. You did. In three. In three <laughs> notes. So you, no, no, the <laughs> irony is that we have you this week, but and, and, and this week was, uh, was, was bringing back the whole going after Claire Matthews thing. And then, and then we had, uh, what, was, oh, I, what was the girl's name that, that's, uh, that created the story? Amanda arc? Porter. Amanda Porter. Now she's we called her Jordy too. More or yeah, less. She was she's good. Yeah, yeah, she was. Huh? She was oh great. yeah. Mary, she was Mary, great. Mary, Mary My Island. wife made the comment that she and I would have been good together. 
Actually, the two I, of you? I agree with that. I yeah. can agree with that. Our psychoses were very yeah, uh, that's what compatible. We yeah. You know? You both thought you got to kill Claire Matthews, and n- neither of you did. Yep. Yeah. It was a special time. Yeah, her, her scene with, uh, with Ryan Hardy was very similar to yours, I felt. And it was all about you, Claire. That, absolutely. And she handled it with real... Uh, she was very animated in, in, in a way that kind of liked her. Kind of <laughs> yeah. liked her psychotic, her psychosis. It right. was like, yeah, that's sure. That's Jordy, right. Jordy would, Jordy would hang out with her. Yeah. They'd, have, they'd have coffee. Eat some gauze with it. Who knows? You never know. Side yeah. of gauze, sure. So up to up to now in these episodes, have you been surprised? I mean, how are you, how are you feeling about the show? I mean, I mean, obviously we we all love it. I'm assuming we love it. But are are, are you been? Have you, are you jumping? Are you surprised? Are there twists and turns? Are you absolutely no? I I I find it very compelling, and I I'm still tuning in, Good. despite the death of the most relevant character. Right, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> But I, I'm I'm pleased that before each commercial break, I get a good death in. Yes, that really that really brings a newfound hope to my own life. It's right. not as tragic or terrifying as no, right. the show. No, I say that kind of facetiously, but it's actually it's life affirming to see terror on TV to then revisit. Home life, which is gosh, it's poetic. It's beautiful. <laughs> no, which, in all seriousness, I, I feel very blessed. So, right. so to see that and juxtapose it with the the beauty of my life is great. But on the show, I I am I, I find it very compelling, and I don't know which way Kevin Williamson has written it. Um, I I do come to expect some kind of twist or turn before each commercial break. But what I'm most intrigued in finding out is how Kevin Williamson is going to write the ending. Because the followers are so vacant. There's something so bankrupt in their souls that I'm having a real question in my mind as to how Joe Carroll has any respect for them. Well, I don't think right. he does. If you, if you watch the last few episodes, right. you watch. He's like, he's, he, oh, I lost five men. Eh, I don't care. He's totally playing them, and I wouldn't be surprised if maybe he just ignites some kind of bomb that blows up the whole, uh, the whole uh, house there. Right. I, don't, I don't know. He probably just destroys his followers. There, there, there is a level of, of, of contempt and not respect. I, I do get that borderline. I think we touched on that, but how there seems to be like a level of like he, he, the followers are here, but he doesn't necessarily respect them all. He, he, I think he is reviled by their depend, the dependence on him. Interesting. Their their sick devotion and dependence on him invites his revulsion, but he is suppressing that right. to get his overall his overarching thing done. Yeah. Wow, I like that. Mm. So when he's done with them, he may he may detonate the whole mansion. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think that's maybe that's right. the way. It'll go. I, I, I don't know. Right. So let me ask you this. I mean, you were kind of like the first kid out at the spelling bee. You know, like you're the first kid to sit down. But now you're seeing everybody else is coming out. So that's kind of, you know, that's kind of. A, yeah. You know, like you're the first one to sit. You're like, oh, but at least I got to play. But um, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. That's, that's one way to put it. Uh, you know, <laughs> he got out on an easy word. That's what you're saying, too. He got out on a very yeah, easy he, word. He got out on, on uh, spell them. Oh, shit. Everybody since then, we seem to be going toward like this whole idea that, that everybody wants their death to mean something. Did Jordy have a. Did Jordy uh, want his death to mean something? Absolutely. I think Jordy's death meant that for a moment, people paid a little attention. 
yeah. to Jordy. In, in a life that was otherwise bankrupt of any attention. Right. Hmm. I, think, I think if maybe Joe Carroll heard of my method of suicide, then maybe that would have lent meaning to an otherwise meaningless life. Right. That, that's, that's, that is depressing. Right. That's that's Jordy talking that's right now. Jordy. So that's Jordy. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> so, well, now, Joe's reaction was pretty. He was he he was impressed. I think he he said that was impressive, didn't he? Wasn't that his reaction? Yeah. I don't, yeah. Because was he? I think, I think he, he was impressed. Yeah. He, he, I mean, that, uh, let's be honest. Eating yourself to death on gauze that is impressive. I don't care who you are. Not as impressive to me though. In that same episode, first of all, just just to touch back on that episode particularly, which was I love that did a fantastic performance by the way. I mean, like from top to Thank bottom, you. that last scene with Kevin Bacon, we all said at the time mm-hmm. was really great. You really oh, yeah. got to see joy. It wasn't you know there's a moment there where it could have been a little over the top or it could have been played a lot of different ways and really bought into it being sincere and terrifying and really did not know what was going to happen. But you and Kevin Bacon did a fantastic job there. I want to get that out of the way. So. Well, I will I will take that. Thank well, you. No. As someone who's more or a comedian, uh, that was one of the most dramatic scenes I've ever played. Yeah. So, so I appreciate yeah. that. Thank no. you. And 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 I have to send a shout out to Kevin Bacon, sure, uh, who just is a very generous actor, very understated, which works for him because he's Kevin Bacon. Right. It's cool. But you know, he taught me things. Good. He's just doing, by he's... virtue of being. As understated as he is, yeah. he's doing all right. I think he's. I think he's going to do something interesting. I think he's eventually going to make a good it. career. This Kevin. Yeah, yeah, I think he'll be okay. <laughs> well, and I went up to Kevin, and I and I asked Kevin. I, I said, Kevin. <laughs> that is his name. You call Kevin. Kevin. Name. I said, it's his name. You I said, Bob, Kevin. <laughs> I bet you're wondering what it is I did to prepare for my suicide scene, Kevin. And what, what did he say? He said, "You know, Steve." I really was wondering, how did you prepare for that? Because I've studied with the best. <laughs> and, 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 and I said, Kevin, what I do, it, it, it's, it's, a very, it's a very simple method. What I do is I think of something very painful from my past. Ooh, all right, I'm listening. I think of a time when maybe some kids teased me, oh. or, or I missed lunch, mm-hmm. or I got a bad grade. Or kids teased you while you were missing lunch after you got a bad grade. Absolutely. Trifecta. Absolutely. (laughs) And then I listened to Krista Berg's Lady in Red. (laughs) And then if those two things don't work to to reach that peak of emotion, I punch myself in the balls. (laughs) Punch? No, wait. Say it Punch in the balls. Right. Here's the kicker. They did all of that just by looking at each other. It was was telepathic. You're telling me there was no verbal exchange. That was all all internalized. Exactly. And And Kevin... Kevin studied. I it, I found out at the same same school of ball punching. Really, I, I didn't even. You know, I, I feel like a fool. I <laughs> Juilliard is irrelevant. <laughs> You're an actor. Joe. You I, Northwestern I, is irrelevant. Hold on, I'm writing it down. Okay, punch in the ball. You got to let me write these things down. Don't Joe's me. an actor. He's really. This is a master class for him. Let right me uh, let me let me see is. if I understand this. I, now now wh- now if you go through fifth, sixth, seventh take, punching yourself in the balls. When when does it stop being effective? 
At what point do you cross the threshold where punching yourself in the balls yeah. is no longer an effective When motivation? does the law of diminishing returns take effect? Yeah. When the checks don't clear. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't write down what Steve said, you are fools. Oprah's master class is nothing on us right now. No. We're, we're, we're no. not here. But on that, this is like a TED talk. In that, in that, <laughs> in that scene that you, that you was so masterfully played, I believed every moment of that scene. Go on. Except... For the moment mm-hmm. when you did the ninja move yeah. and you came out of the ceiling. Yeah. I, I had problems with that. Do you did? I didn't think Jordy could, was capable of doing that move. What do you think? Was that, hey, first of all, was that I'll, you? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. For those Which of is an answer in and of itself. Second of all, you know, to be honest, I could have done that move. Okay. Jordy could have done that move. The, 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 the shirt was blousy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it rode up on me, and the camera adds ten pounds. Sure, sure. I, and by virtue of the camera angle, it it featured my triple chin action. I see, I see. You see what I'm saying? I I'm I, more I, athletic than I appear on no, screen. I, you know <laughs> listen, no one's doubting athleticism, but I think Joe Joe's pointing out that that when you dropped from the ceiling, you dropped with the the stealth. It was a very man Tom Cruise who weighs 114 impossible. pounds. Yeah. I, 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 will, I will respect that. You, the poor uh, the, the B cop, the FBI, uh, was it the FBI? Yeah, yeah, the well, good, good looking B cop outside. Yeah. Like, the red shirt 101, like, like right. Captain Walking the hallway, red shirt. checking things out, and then you're silently. Drop. <laughs> that was that was pretty smooth. I, 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 I can respect that criticism. Okay. Now well, one of the scenes that uh, still I, scary though. I just want to move on a little bit. One of the one of the scenes that y- you didn't do directly, but I think is is one that everyone still associates with you, and I'm sure maybe even get some comments about it, is just the fact that Jordy liked to practice on puppies. Yeah. That was uh that was probably one of the biggest moments in the pilot. I think that that got a lot of people talking. As an actor, I had no problem with that. I'm a sensitive cat lover, so. Right. <laughs> but, you know, um, yeah, it's disturbing. Animal cruelty is not something that's going to win the affections of an audience. No, yeah. it's not. It speaks to something missing from Geordie's childhood. Right. That would be puppies. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. That's right. I wanted a puppy, right? Dad. Damn it. Dad, why didn't you get me a puppy? This is bullshit. I'm killing some. That's it. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? It's funny, though. We got, so, we got so many comments about it. how could they kill the puppies. We're like, you know they killed people, too, right? No, <laughs> no but the puppies. Well, that's a John Ashmore line. Uh, Weston said, uh, I'm okay with de- uh, human deaths, but you kill a puppy, and I'm going right. yeah, to come at you. Well, so. in that, so you know, we talked to both Valerie and uh, Aiden about walking around the real world as a follower and having people. You know, Valerie talked about going to her favorite coffee shop and, and you know, wives clutching their husbands and there she is. And Aiden told a story about a woman in an elevator who was afraid of him. Did you have any of those moments that people see Jordy and, and, and see you as Jordy and and get afraid and or that people get pissed because you're this you know uh, cat and puppy killer. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and, and they're they're disturbed by it and by me. <laughs> so, what, what, can you, any, any anecdotes? If I was walking down the street and someone said, "F it's, off, Jordy," well, it's it's an odd kind of. Oh, you're on TV and you're terribly freaky. <laughs> so you get this like, oh, thank you, but wait, what? So, so it's leaning in and leaning yeah. out at the same time. Right. Yeah, on TV. Oh, but I don't like you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's an odd this dichotomy of come closer, but stay away. 
And and a woman came up to me outside of a, a restaurant and said, "Oh my gosh, you were on the following, and you were so creepy." And she's clutching her children <laughs> so tightly. Now take a picture with them, kids, but don't touch him. And, and I, I just want to I just want to add because uh, we we learned this about you, and I think it's amazing that you have another career, aspiring career as a, a, a marriage counselor. That's right. I'm That's, so is that is that uh, as if kind of weird? Has anyone noticed you from uh, that show too? And and here you are, counseling a marriage when when uh, when Jordy <laughs> is uh, busy wreaking havoc. Yes, uh, they they have a, a couple of my. Uh, uh, clients have noticed, and they, I, they've been very gracious, and I am very quick to delicately uh, turn the focus back to my clients because the less about me, the better. The more it's about them, and and what what is interesting is that uh, that uh, I. I I carry into my practice the same kind of non-judgment I use as an actor towards these evil characters. Um, you have to create, extend to the characters who, who are do evil things a sense of empathy. And the empathy that I carry as an actor is something that serves me as a therapist. Wow. I, can, I can put myself in the shoes of my clients who seem to be struggling with any number of things. And... and not only is is the 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 commonality of empathy, but it's a character study uh, between actor and therapist. So there there's common ground, and and the beauty of doing both is that as an actor, it's about me, but as a therapist, it's about my clients, and I get to invest in the world of some really remarkable people. I really like what you said about empathy. I think that's, you know, it's funny when 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 you are acting, you you really do. You can't judge your character because otherwise you can't play him. You're not even at that exactly. point you're not being real. Well, you're judge then you're judging him and it becomes a caricature. Absolutely. Yeah. You you detached yourself. And and I love what you said about bringing it to other things and I think that that's I, I love the way you put that, Steve. You're a beautiful poetic man. Well, thank you. You know, I, I, I try not to judge the, the pregnant woman in the parking lot who's smoking because I don't know if her brother's head just got blown off and overseas. Yeah. Right. You know, I don't know what her struggle is. Right. Is she smoking and she's pregnant? Gosh, that's terrible. But you know what? I don't know what horror she has seen. She might just be trying to lose weight in 1951. That's entirely possible, because <laughs> they prescribed that for a long, long time. I don't know the horror that that homeless man has been through. That's it. Well, you know, when, when, you. Um, when we had Valerie Curry, and uh, I was asking her about her character, she, she mentioned that sometimes she felt she had to defend her, her character to people who came up to her and were, said how scary her character was or, or how evil she was. Do you find yourself ever talking to someone about Jordy and you feel the same way because you, you, you were him, you, you played him, that, that you see the softer side of him? I do. Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know what? This kid grew up in a home where his parents beat the crap out of each other. Yeah. And him. What was, what, did he, what was modeled for Jordy growing up but abuse and terror? You don't know that he didn't. He had to have lived in just abject terror growing up right. to then perpetrate the kind of violence he did in his adult life, you right. know? Absolutely. Jordy, um, 
Well, it's just I want to go go back to the therapy things. I think it's fascinating. I, I, you know, it takes a while to you know in school. You know, there's a lot of schooling involved in in in, in becoming a, in the therapist at your level. There's also a lot of time involved in becoming an actor at this level. I just want to know which came first: was it the acting, or was it the the want the need to get into um, into therapy? I mean, what which well, that's a good question. Which I, came first, or, you know, and how were you down one road and decided you fell in love with acting? Were you acting and decided you, you fell in love with this career? Sure, sure. I'll tell you, acting came first, then reality TV. <laughs> Scripted, uh, scripted uh, projects uh, were cut in half for actors, so right. I pursued uh, both. Right. Exactly. So I'm an actor and a therapist. Got it. Does that make sense? That, that completely. That makes that makes sense. And now, now you have both. Yeah. So, that, so that's fantastic. And I just I just feel so blessed to be able to do both. Right. You know. So one of the things that we uh, we, we we remember you from that our audience may remember you from as well, which which we love, is your Tabasco commercial, which is Joe's favorite thing. I, I got to tell you, man, when I first saw you, the first the first episode I saw you I was like, oh, ah, Tabasco, and everybody's like, what? I'm like, nah, it's a Tabasco with the pizza and the, the yeah. and everybody's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I'm like, Jordy is the guy from the Tabasco commercial. You're, you're with the and everybody's like, dude, you're you're an idiot. And I'm like, no, I'm telling you. And you know, when finally got clarification, I was like, you damn right, you're right. I know, damn right. That that commercial, I'm thinking, I don't know if they had a limited budget. What they had going, I have no idea what Tabasco's ad budget was at that time. Well, I'll tell you, it's it's the the beauty and brilliance of that commercial is largely attributable to the visionary Dick Buckley, who's a, a remarkable director. Yeah, who with a limited budget did just great things. I mean, he uh, blew my mind, and, and, and still as an actor and as as a guy, I have the mosquitoes might have to. And blew, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that was so brilliant, and it stuck with me. How many was that? Two thousand four? You did that? Something like that? No. You want to know when I did it? Ninety six. You're kidding! Wow. It's sixteen years old. Wow. No doubt. And there yeah. it is, still in my brain. Well, this is this is Dick, why. What's his name? Dick Buckley. Dick Buckley. This is why. Uh, well done, I, Dick Buckley. I, I was one of the ones who said that is not him, and I was I was very surprised. Good pull by you, Flippo. Because I was like, that's not the guy. I'm from New York. But, we don't do Tabasco over there, I guess, because I've never seen a Tabasco commercial. <laughs> oh, wow. no, that was. Uh, yeah, so that, that was that was an issue for me, but I, but it oh, is here. Oh, there we, oh, we, there we go. It. Look at that! Look at that Tabasco. Watch, watch. Mm-hmm. Here comes a mosquito in a second. I love this commercial. Is it a play-by-play? No, he's doing, you know, wait. <laughs> mosquitoes gonna land on his well, leg. People listen on iTunes. You gotta do a play-by-play, right? That's true. Right. So now the mosquito's landing on Stephen's right leg. It has now injected itself. It is sucking Stephen's blood. It is now flying away. It just exploded. <laughs> And Steven smiles, the satisfied grin of a man whose blood runs with Tabasco. <laughs> That's brilliant. That was a great explosion. It was like a Death Star type explosion. I, so I do love that explosion. Thank you, Marissa. Thank you for finding that. Uh, I would never in a bit watching that. I would never in a billion years. So I would still say that's not you. That's <laughs> that's great. Despite that's all evidence, I still don't believe it. Good that's eye, good eye. No, that's good. Idea. So very very funny commercial. Now, did that, did that open up some doors for you. I'm guessing it did. Yeah, it did. It opened up uh, a number of doors. Was Four. That, was that your first big? <laughs> <laughs> and they all abruptly the closed. And then there was a second one. They all abruptly closed. No, was that your first big uh, national commercial, or did you have a couple? Before no, that, that uh, I had a couple before that, which escaped my memory. But that was the, that was a that's a big calling card for me, along with Miss Congeniality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I played uh, uh, Frank Tobin, the the 
man who puts a bomb, the pervert who puts a bomb on the crown. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. That, that those, those are the other calling cards, you know. Yeah. If, but, uh, and then the other Tuck in doors. your shirt. Tuck in, Tuck your, in shirt, your shirt, Frank. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, that's good. That's producer Marissa. She's so smart. I don't know why she's not out here. I don't know why she tolerates us talking. (laughs) (laughs) Nice pull, Marissa. So, uh, wow, that's I I missed that too. I thought I knew everything. Yeah, well, apparently you don't know everything. I hate to break it to you. So, bring this uh, last thing. So, what about back back to the following, and then we'll get back to you. What do you think is next? What do you think? What, what can we expect from these last few episodes? I mean, we're at episode nine now. We see where where, the, where this place is. Where do you think? You know, you mentioned Joe. You know, where, what Joe might be thinking, where it's going. But where do you think this is going to end? They talked a lot about uh, Kevin and 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 Jane Purefoy and uh, and Kevin Williamson talked about a lot about filming the finale and. Uh, there were tears, and it was dramatic, and it was wonder. You know, it was all these this this uh, talk about how intense the finale was. So I'm wondering, what do you think is going to happen? I don't know. I my guess is there's going to be more flashback scenes that give you some kind of um, some kind of sight into the lives of some of the followers that give you some kind of understanding where their soul died. So that you can have some empathy, because if it's as black and white as they're just evil and 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 the FBI's good, and it it won't be as compelling. There has to be some 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 interplay of good and evil, much like uh, the kind of tragic, tragically flawed nature of of uh, Ryan Hardy. There has right. to be some kind of oh, that's why they're doing such bad things. I, I get that. Right. And I hate that I get that. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's a, some level of empathy, right? That's a good yeah. point, because, I mean, with all the paramilitary people we're seeing, but, like, for example, Louise and Charlie, who who've died in the past couple of weeks, we didn't get to see any flashbacks with them, but they were very gung-ho, but every single character we've been able to attach with as far as a follower has had a story, has had a flashback, including including uh, Jordy a little bit. Although, although uh, you know, now that I think about it, you were in four episodes. Because you had a flashback in the fourth episode. Did he? Yeah. He had a flashback in the fourth episode, the one with Maggie, with uh, Poe's fire, after he was gone. Oh. I feel like you were in four. You were in the pilot, you were in the pilot, and you were in three after that. I think. Mm. My... Bank account doesn't. I'll make some calls. There was a, there was a flashback calls. scene in the, episode after three. Dead, after you were dead, there was. Oh, okay. I thought there was one after you were gone. We're, we're in the uh, in the fort with Valerie and and Paul you know and Jacob. And you're we're, right. You're absolutely it right. Comes in, but but he would know. No, uh, you know what? He would know. He would know. <laughs> I, 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 I could have sworn it was one after, but I, I'm guessing there's no other. Is, is there? A, is there a chance that Jordy can make another flashback? Well, I, I at... think season two needs to be maybe like the preceding. Yes, right. <laughs> Where we get those eight years in jail. I, yeah, because I I facilitate his uh, escape from prison. Yeah. Listen, without you, we got to find out about how that happened. How did this you know? village moron end up doing all this uh, remarkable stuff online? Well, I'm exactly. On the interwebs. How the the worldwide interweb. <laughs> How is it that he could be such a dimwit, but also be so smart? I don't understand. And 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, Joe Carroll owes a lot to uh, to, to Jordy because, like you said, I mean, he you, you, you're the guy. You get him out. You you get the ball rolling. He started the ball. You start yeah. the thing. You you get you're the first guy to really engage Hardy and really sort of f with him in a way that that still is 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 with him today. Uh, so a lot is owed to to, to Jordy here. From Jordy is a trailblazer, a yes. real trailblazer, a visionary. A- you know, a man a ahead of his time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> a man ahead of his time. Oh, I thought you said a butthead of his time. No. That too, and that's okay. Uh, he's a Renaissance man masquerading as a moron, but, but underneath, it was an act. Yeah, man. I know. We see that. So, so what's next here for Steve? I mean, you know, Jordy's not going too much further. We know. You, 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 you said <laughs> I think Jordy. Uh, think that might be dead end. Yeah. You, you said you do do stand you do comedy you do stand up or do you well do, I, I do com- comedic roles. Gotcha. Okay. I'm, I'm, but um, you do the occasional improv. Show. I do improv. Yeah, cool. Where do you do improv? I, I I I've done some appearances or an appearance at I.O. West. Oh, cool. And, oh, very cool. And uh, uh, work with uh, that's a how we got to, there. Yeah, that's how uh, that's how we ended up meeting up. Oh, really? Yeah. I.O. A remarkable uh, improv group named uh, named Minnesota Nice who have uh, kindly uh, asked me back, which I would love to. So uh, that's where you may. Do you see have me. a date? I don't have a date yet. They've they've extended a, uh, a, an open invitation for me to come back, so I'll be on stage at iOS doing some more of that. Well, well if they fantastic. do it within the next month or so, I'll, while the following's on, we'll we'll be sure to promote it for you if you want. Yes. that would be awesome. Yeah, we, right, we we'll can tell the tens of people that listen to this show <laughs> that. No, no, slightly more than slightly more than that. Slightly slightly more than more that. Than we do, we do all right. <laughs> uh, so, what have you got coming up? Has you got anything else coming up? I am on a uh, uh, video release of the Little Rascals as the Mailman. Oh, Ooh. all right, all right. Which is, so they're doing the, the a sequel to the theatrical release as a, as a, as a straight to video release of the Little Rascals. No, it's just a just a straight to video release okay. of the original TV series. Oh, wow, that's exciting. I wish I had something more exciting to promote than that. No, I love. I, I what love I will rascals. promote is is what I have coming up next is is visiting my 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 wife and and daughter at home. Oh, very. How old is your they daughter? are my best and most important productions. How old is your daughter? Eleven months. No. Oh, wow. congratulations! Yeah, congratulations! Thank you. Wow. Oh, and that's Marissa. I told you she's smarter than us. I don't know why she tolerates us. Um, so, so you 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 had to have been uh, kind of becoming a dad while while the shooting was going on. You know, it's funny you mentioned that in March when we were shooting the pilot. I didn't know if I had to run home because my wife was nine months pregnant. Wow! I was waiting by the phone between takes between killing puppies to see if my wife was giving birth. Jeez! I mean, you're, you're choking on gauze one minute, next minute you're. Helping people pick up gauze. And I know, right? <laughs> exactly. Well, this has been a lot of fun, Steve. Thank you for coming by. Can we have some more applause for Steve? <laughs> See, that's a, I love Joe, Joe, and Nando, and uh, Marissa. Thank you so much for having yeah, me. I'm really, I'm really grateful to uh, have been in your studio and and had the opportunity to chat with you. So, thank you. Thank you for. And the next thing you have, uh, next time you have something coming up, please drop us a note. I, you know what? I certainly will. Thank you so much. All right. Well, thanks, you guys, for joining us. This has been our interview with Steve Monroe, who is a rock star who died early on. Jordy, rest in peace. And uh, we will see you guys next Monday. This is Joe uh, Joe Braswell with me, Nando Velasquez. Nando, where can we find you, sir? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Nando Val. Joe Braswell, where can we find you, sir? Twitter, at Joe K. Braswell. Steve, do you do the twitting? I don't twit. I, I'm on Facebook. You can see my fan page under Steve Monroe. There's a picture of the Tabasco commercial. Excellent. Oh, and nice. you can find you, oh, Tabasco's up there. And you can find me <laughs> at Joe Flippo at, uh, on Twitter. Have a beautiful week, you guys. We'll see you on Monday.
from Bing.com. Executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.